hold on to me as we go, as we roll down this unfamiliar road. And although this wave is stringing us along, just know you're not alone. I'm gonna make this place your home. Good morning, Hamilton. This is Rob Golfie with Remax Escarpment, the Golfie team. Thank you for joining me this morning. I'm really excited about doing this radio show. I know most of you are wondering what's going on with real estate in Hamilton and the surrounding areas. I'm doing this program because it's a great opportunity for me to discuss topics that I know are important to you. The good, the bad, and the ugly of real estate, right here in Hamilton, CHML 900. I'll be here every Saturday morning at 9 a.m., so please join me and have your questions ready. I would love to answer them. This is the uh, Hamilton Real Estate Show on uh, Hamilton's News Talk Leader, AM 900 CHML. My name's Rick Zamperin. In each and every Saturday morning here with Rob Golfie, sales representative with REMAX Escarpment Realty. Uh, we're going to get to a number of topics today, but before that, let's tell you how you can be involved in this program. If you do have a question surrounding real estate, you want to put your home up for sale, you're thinking of buying elsewhere in the community, you're listening in the GTA, want to move to Hamilton, it is one of the hottest markets, uh, not only in the province, but across Canada. Here's uh, some ways you can do so. You can send an email to questions at robgolfie.com. That's questions at robgolfie.com. We'll answer it on next week's show. You can also visit uh, Rob online, robgolfie.com. Call him today at 905-575-7700. That's 575-7700. He's all over social media, at Rob Golfie on Twitter and Instagram. Check out the Rob Golfie Facebook page. We're going to talk about disclosures on today's program and some very interesting things in that category. But we'll start maybe with uh, an earlier report uh, this week from Canada Mortgage and Housing Corporation about overvaluation and Hamilton being one of nine markets, nine major markets across Canada that has a housing market that's overvalued. What does that mean? It means that they're looking at the housing prices going up and they're going up faster than what they like to see. Okay. And now, Canada Mortgage and Housing, now they're like an uh, in, insurance company. Uh, or no, CHMC is an insurance company. But they get scared because they don't want to see a bubble. That's what they're worried about. Okay. And, now, and so is this bubble kind of, here it comes? Um, I don't think we're, I, I think if it is, I don't think we're going to get hurt as much as other major cities would. Okay. Um, because we're still at a decent level with the pricing in Hamilton. It's still um, at a an affordable rate and and I still feel it, it's it's undervalued and uh, they're just they're just getting worried uh, they just don't want to see that in 2008 we had a, a, a recession there was a correction in the market and it it, it didn't we didn't feel it as much mm. I mean uh, the builders felt it a little bit but they recovered from it fast sure. yeah. we, had, we had like a nine-month recession so there was a, a price adjust, there was a price correction the US went through a really heavy one yeah. Uh, just because they were greedy on uh, how they were giving out their mortgages, so that hurt them quite a bit. But here, here in Hamilton, I think uh, I think we're we're still safe. I mean, the you know it's you know people are buying investment properties, and uh, I, we're good here. So, when when you say there was a price correction in two thousand eight, what, what happened? What does that mean? So I I remember this like when as us as realtors, we are in the trenches in dealing with 
home sellers. Mm-hmm. So when uh, you go and list a house, and I remember this, this was like um, October, September, October of two, 2008. You know, you walk in, you know, you're doing an evaluation on the property. You tell the homeowner, let's say, let's list this house at 300000 Okay. You know, the house down the street, similar, mm-hmm. you know, maybe not as nice as this, sold for two eighty five. And, and and that's what they're going for, right? Okay. Yeah. So you're thinking, okay, you know, we get the paperwork, we you know, uh, I sit down there and go into the office and you know, telling that my team, guess what? We got a great listing. It's listed at three hundred thousand dollars. This thing should sell mm-hmm. within ten days. Well, guess what? It's sitting. Really? And <laughs> so now the real estate board doesn't know the numbers yet. But all of a sudden, we're going, what's going on here? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we get another listing, and they're not selling as fast. And uh, so I'm in the trenches. Really, people don't know this. Uh, you guys see the numbers uh, probably a month to six weeks later. Right. We are living it. Yeah. So You're we in see the now. It. I'm in the yeah, now. Yeah. And um, so then after about two weeks, we're not getting much showings. We have to do a price reduction. So now all of a sudden, we're reducing this house down even below... The other house down the street that right. sold for two eighty five. Right. So when you start having one, two, three, or four, you know, they're, they're, it's consistent. Yeah. There's a trend. Then, then you know something's happening. Now the average agent uh, may not notice it as much because they don't know if it's because the market's slow or or it's just they priced it too high. Mm-hmm. They don't know because they don't sell uh, as many homes as we do. Right. We know the indicators. We know so. Um, we have to react fast to it, and uh, we tell people, "Listen, here's what's going on. We had we had the situation that just happened with mm-hmm. four or five other homes that we just uh, listed recently. We don't know what's going on with the market, but just be patient and let's see what goes on." Right. So then, once we go through that, then every, all the stats start coming into the real estate board, and then now we know that the market's changing. Mm-hmm. And then the second month happens, mm-hmm. and then we're going through it. So now your strategy's really changing at this point, that's right? That's right. Yeah. So now you got to really know your game. So that's wow. that's how things change fast. The homeowners at that point who are selling, um, because it would be a buyer's market at this point, if you're, if you're lowering your price, obviously, uh, they must have been pulling their hair out. Oh, ab- absolutely. The, the sellers are pulling their hair out. But the problem there is now the indicators, the news and everything is showing that we're heading into a recession. Mm-hmm. So the buyers are going, oh, wait a minute, maybe if I wait a little longer, I can get a better deal. <laughs> exactly. So we're kind of like on flat, that Russian we're flatlining. Yeah. We're flatlining. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so, uh, you know, people are sort of sitting and waiting and seeing what the market goes because just like in Florida, a lot of Canadians uh, bought houses in Florida. And some Canadians were waiting, waiting, and waiting to see. They, were wait- they didn't know where the bottom was was going to hit. Right. But some of them got in earlier and some of them got later and uh but you know most of them did pretty well down mm-hmm. there. But uh, but yeah, like it, you flatline for a month or two and then all of a sudden things start start happening. Now yeah. the buyers are coming in and say, "Hey, listen, this is now really affordable. Mm-hmm. This is a great deal. Let's go for it." Yeah, interest rates were still low at the time interest and rates still are are. great. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um and in terms of uh, you mentioned, you know, Canadians going down to uh, to Florida or waiting for, you know, those homes to uh, you know, continue to list, I um, I would suspect. Um the opportunity was was there for the taking not only here but really across the country. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, there's uh, a lot of opportunities out there uh during that time. Uh a lot of people have become wealthy because of it. Yeah. Uh, there was a lot of great deals. I mean, even even up till about 3 years ago, I mean, I mean, somebody would buy a house for like uh, you know, 200,000. They're selling it for 300,000. Yeah. That's amazing. That's a nice investment. That, that, I mean, that's it's a great investment. Yeah. I mean, it it's kind of an abnormal kind of 
uh, increase in value. So, I mean, if you can cash out and you walk away mm-hmm. and, and you did well, that's great. Because you don't know what how markets change, yeah. you know? And, and it's almost like playing the stock market, really. You're buying a home. It is an investment. It's the best investment you're going to make. Um, but if you're going to flip it or just have a short-term investment in that home, uh, you can cash out pretty large. Oh, big time. Yeah. You buy. Let's say you bought 10 homes uh, four years ago. Uh, you probably... Four, let's say four or five years ago, you probably and you bought ten homes. Chances are you made a, over a hundred thousand dollars on each home. Mm-hmm. That's not That's bad. tremendous. Be a, be a millionaire today. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like a plan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the uh, Hamilton Real Estate Show on AM 900 CHML. Rick Samprin in studio with Rob Golfie, sales representative with REMAX Escarpment Realty. If you have a question, you can email Rob, questions at com. We'll get to the questions and the answer on next week's program. You can uh, find them online, com. Call him today at 905-575-7700. All over social media, at Rob Golfie on Twitter and Instagram. Check out the Rob Golfie. Facebook page as well. Back to the overvaluation, uh, and you're saying, you know, there's not a great concern because the bubble hasn't really started to blow. Is is that bubble growing in other communities like Vancouver? Vancouver, Toronto, uh, not as much as Montreal. Um, Calgary is kind of going through their own little problems. They're not. They, they haven't gone down in value significantly, but right. they they are they are they are struggling over there in Calgary. But um, I mean, there's a lot of money being poured into Vancouver. Mm-hmm. So I mean, we've got a lot of um, Chinese immigrants moving into Vancouver. Yeah. So they've actually have bought and like when a new condo building comes up, they've actually are competing against each other. So mm-hmm. now Chinese people are competing against each other yeah, with and the all their money. Just going up. So now, like the average Canadian guy can't even afford to go in this building <laughs> because I mean, because they got all their Chinese money coming yeah. here from China. And uh, but they're they're bringing the prices up. They're yeah. uh, they're it's it's expensive to live there. And, and then, you know what? That's created a lot of resentment in a in a community like Vancouver because you see all these foreigners coming in, and they have every right to do so. I mean, they're they're just trying to find a better life here in Canada. Um, and if they can spend the money and, and they earn that amount of money, great. But there is a lot of resentment in Vancouver seeing all these uh, non Canadians coming over. Oh, ab- absolutely. The only you know it just. It's 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 hurting the average Canadian because because yeah. th- these are very wealthy people coming here, and so it's not like they were born here and living here for twenty five thirty years, saving their money and then buying a house. Uh, we're getting instant babies that mm-hmm. have tons of cash. Yeah, and uh, so it's not like fifty years ago or sixty years ago where uh, in the fifties uh, and sixties and seventies everybody was coming here, but people were coming here with no money. Right. So it took them a while that, that to to for the uh, for housing prices yeah. to go up and and to have things speed up. But things are rapid now. Yeah, uh, it's a much uh, different demographic, that's for sure. Oh, for sure. Uh, you're on the Bill Kelly Show Thursday morning, and uh, Bill asked you about the GTA buyer versus the local buyer, and there is a discrepancy there, right? Absolutely, the GTA buyer has deeper pockets than the local buyer. Yeah. So the one thing is, we are selling way more homes now but less inventory. Hmm. So that ugly duckling house that's out there is selling, right. which in a normal market would p- probably be on the market for a long time. Now you got you got uh, these two people that are working uh, great jobs in Toronto. Now they're looking they're looking to buy a house in Hamilton because their money uh, is not taking them as far. They have to spend a million dollars to get what they want. So mm-hmm. they're coming mm-hmm. down here to Hamilton, and they go, "Wow, look at this." On Grant Street or Ontario Street, they can get a beautiful house, a semi, for three hundred or three hundred fifty thousand, 
and with a lot of character, and the neighborhood's cleaning up. Yeah. And but in Toronto, I mean, it, it'd be an eight nine hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollar house. Mm-hmm. So, but then the local guy that lives here and works here, he's not making the money as that GTA buyer right. is. Yeah. So he's competing against that guy. So so you know th- there's that problem. The other problem is. Um, the local seller, the guy that wants to sell his home here, is afraid to sell his home because he can't find the house that he wants. Mm-hmm. Like you have to literally wait for that house to come up, buy, pay cash for it, or, or whatever, and then sell your house. Because if you sell your house here now, you may not have a place to go to. Yeah. I hate that. You know, I mean, we do have a homeless problem, but we don't want to have a bigger one. For sure, for sure. So really, I mean, Hamilton is almost a mirror image of Vancouver, not in terms of price structure, but in terms of you know, Vancouver's dealing with all the Chinese immigrants who are coming over and have boatloads of cash. We're dealing with these GTA Toronto guys who are coming into our community with a boatload of cash as well. It's ex- Exactly. We're yeah. dealing with the same thing. Yeah. Should we be worried or should Vancouver or Calgary or, or Toronto be worried? I, I, you know what? You know what? There's a big population in Toronto. I think we're going to be good Lots for to go a long around. time. Yeah, there's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot. So I think we're good for a long time. Uh uh, Vancouver, I, it, it, that's a different story. I mean, they're they're coming in from a different country, yeah. and and they're coming in like the, the the buyers that are coming here are the millennials. Right. Um. They're you know between twenty five, twenty seven to thirty five years old, and they want to start a family, mm-hmm. and they're loving it here. I mean, they, um, it's amazing how these people are coming. They they had a. A different perspective of Hamilton, you know. You know, you drive go over the Skyway sure. Bridge, and you see all the smokestacks, yeah, yeah. and you know, you know, with uh, uh, the fat, well, DeFasco and, and uh, Stelco. I'm yep. always using the old uh, company <laughs> names, but um, but yeah, but when they actually are here, they're going, wow, they didn't mm-hmm. realize how great it was. Yeah. And uh, so they're enjoying it here. It is a great city. Once you see, you know, the walking trails, the rail trails up on the mountain, uh, you know, the different aspects of this community. Uh, there's so many things uh, to uh, to see and do in Hamilton. It's a great place to live. All right. When we come back, we're going to dive into the world of disclosures, including would you buy a house where someone was killed or committed suicide? Rob's going to have the answer to that and some of his experiences when we come back. You're listening to the Hamilton Real Estate Show on AM 900 CHML. Welcome back. This is the Hamilton Real Estate Show on AM 900 CHML. My name's Rick Samprin in studio with Rob Golfie, sales representative with Remax Escarpment Realty. Have a question for Rob? Email questions at robgolfie.com. That's questions at robgolfie.com. We'll get to it on next week's show. Be uh, sure to uh, include your information, such as your name, obviously your question. And uh, if you want to do uh, contact Rob, you can call him at 905-575-7700 online at robgolfie.com all over social media at robgolfie on twitter and instagram and check out robgolfie on facebook um disclosures we're going to get into this what what is a disclosure how does this work a disclosure is when i go to a homeowner and uh, I'm, I'm walking through the property and i'll ask him do you have any you know moisture or water problems in the basement is there anything in here in this house that uh that could affect a buyer that mm-hmm. would change his mind buying. Sure. And um, most homeowners just say that, you know, we did have a leak, it's been repaired, and um, and you could see it, they have the, uh, you know, the injections on the wall there, you, you right. know how you see that, yep. especially if the wall's open, um, it's not uh, covered with drywall. 
Um, another thing is uh, if there's a murder or suicide. Okay. Um, and that's something completely different. That's something completely different. Yeah. And um, and then um, it could be a, a, a grow op. I mean, uh, there's uh, a, uh, you know a lot of indicate a lot of grow ops in Hamilton. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, it just uh, so it's it's my job to find out as much information mm-hmm. as possible about this house. Right. And uh, so that when the consumer is looking at it. I have everything there, but we don't know everything, right? right? So, for instance, uh, if there's a murder-suicide, um, do we have to disclose that? Well, if I know about it, now some lawyers have different opinions. Okay. Now, some lawyers will say, well, you don't have to, um, because that's a psychological thing. Right. Um, now, are they saying you don't have to in terms of you, the real estate agent, or the homeowner? No. Well, the lawyers will say the homeowner doesn't have to. Okay. Okay. But us, uh, we're governed under RICO. Uh, Real Estate Council of Ontario, if I do know about it, I am going to disclose it because it it could cause problems. So here's a good story. Okay. Um, And this has just happened recently. I I won't mention the street. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Because the house is for sale right now. Okay. (laughs) So one of my uh, team members uh, saw a house came up for sale. Mm -hmm. And it came up for about, I think, about $179.9 list price. And uh, Can you give us an area? Uh, Are we talking downtown? Near Madison Avenue. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, um, so so one of my team members, Mike, um, saw the the listing come up at $179.9, which was a good price. Mm -hmm. And uh, he knew there was a a murder there last year. Okay. And uh, so that was still good value, even with a murder in there. Mm -hmm. And uh, so anyway, so he sends an email to the agent. And says, "Hey, how did you uh, disclose that there was a murder in there last year?" Yeah, and he didn't get no reply back. Oh no! So and it sold firm, like it it sold firm. Yeah, it, it, it was a cash offer, done. Case like closed. It, it showed on the system, it sold. Wow. So anyway, three days later, he gets an email back and says, "Oh, by the way, um, uh, something happened, and uh, it's available again." Uh-oh. Uh oh. So she probably had an oops. Now that buyer that bought that property mm-hmm. obviously found out that it it was after the uh, fact. there was a murder in yeah, there. Yeah. So see, there you go. There's a guy there that felt, nah, I don't think I want this. Wow. Now so, it doesn't bother some people, sure. but but this particular individual that bought it. Now, can you imagine buying a house? Nope. You move in. <laughs> <laughs> you move in. Yeah. What do you think the neighbors are going to say? Get, well, they know all the stories. They know the story. They're going to come over and says, I can't believe. Yeah. Did you know somebody was murdered? Because everybody likes to be the Gladys Kravitz of, <laughs> of uh, they want to I can see tell. her peering out the window now. That's it. They yeah. are dying to be the first person to be the information giver. Yeah. So so they're going to go there and uh, say, hey, did you know somebody was murdered here? And I'm like, oh my God. Like, yeah. How would you like to live in a house? Wow. But I mean, if the homeowner knows about it, it it's not going to bother him. Sure. But, but obviously that buy, buyer... It, it, it made an issue. He, mm-hmm. So he was able to walk away from that deal. Wow. And, and he had a firm deal. Wow. He had a firm deal. So what would the ramifications be? You have a firm deal in place. Uh, you fully intend to you know, purchase the home, buy in there. But now you find out that someone was murdered in that home. What is the, the avenue that that, that potential buyer is going to take? Is it just simply, if okay, he wants I'm out, out, let him out. That's it, eh? If he wants out, okay. let him out. If I was, if I was representing the seller... And uh, I would tell the seller to uh, get it, uh, just let him go. Let's get let's get the buyer that doesn't care. Yeah. And I mean they'll sell it, and chances are they'll probably sell it for more than than really? they have. Yeah, because it, it it was great value. Right. The one thing we found that they sold it for a great price. 
we know there's a murder there, but I mean, there's still there's there's still they'll they'll probably they'll probably do better on the price mm-hmm. uh, on on that house. And uh, but there is a percentage of people that do not want it. We're, we live in a multicultural country now. Now there's people you know like people have religions they don't want that. Yeah, like they yeah. you know they they need to know. I mean, the the best way to find out anything on the house is to Google it. Now. It, there, there's a website called housecreeps.com, I think it is. <laughs> I'm not sure if we want to get into this, no, but go ahead. But uh, <laughs> it, it's got over, it's housecreeps.com, www.housecreeps.com. Okay. Now, this is information from the public putting in. Now, you have to verify it also. Um, it, it'll tell you if there's been a murder or suicide in this house. Really? Yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a great website, but you know, but double verify the information. Mm-hmm. But that's to help the consumer if they're buying something. You'd be amazed at at what houses have on like if you google the house, yeah. house address so before you put an offer on a house everybody put, put google the address mm-hmm. um i mean we do we google the address we actually we google buyers or uh, that or we google sellers that when we we're, we're dealing with people we want to know who we're dealing with mm-hmm. you know what i mean like if if uh, it, it's important that we're in the information yeah. age we should know about what's going on with the house. It's really no different than uh, you know a job interview. If you're applying for a job, or if you have someone applying to your company who wants to work at your workplace, you you're going to do research on that individual. Absolutely, I, I I will Google a person that's coming to work for me. I want to know about this person uh, before I I meet with mm-hmm. them. I want to know you know what they do and everything and it's amazing like a lot of the millennial generation i mean they're posting you know they're doing shots at the bar downtown hamilton (laughs) (laughs) you know they're on their back and they got belly shots going but uh but yeah no i want to check it out i want to know what's going on i want to know i want to know everything about that house i need to know Mm -hmm. because if i have a buyer buying it i want to know that that deal is going to close that day yeah so um so you, you got to check things out, yeah. definitely. Now, is that house that you're referring to, is there a good price on that house because there was a murder there? No, I don't think the, okay. I, I don't think the agent knew, or if she did know, she didn't disclose. Okay. Um, but I think uh, maybe she did price at that price, but, but maybe she felt she didn't have to disclose it. Yeah. But because the email went through, she had no choice. She has to disclose right, it. Right. It's like somebody, it's like uh, if I, like, I, I'll give you a story here. Now, now that's that's a murder situation. Mm-hmm. Well, there was a disclosure. I had a property listed, and um, the homeowner and I knew that there was a little bit of uh, a structural issue on the foundation, okay. so that needed probably about five to ten thousand dollars to repair whoever okay. was buying it. Now, as we were getting an offer, like somebody bringing an offer, I said to them, "Look, I go, there, you, you're going to have to attend to this little corner of the house. Of, there's a structural issue." Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, sometimes you know they will. You know they would try to negotiate a, a, a tougher price, yep. or they'd b- back away. And the homeowner was getting upset. And I said, "Listen, I, I can't sell a house knowing what I know." I says, "I can't do that." Yeah. So we lost two deals because of that. But I knew I would sell it, and somebody would. It wouldn't be a problem. So anyway. He was upset, so I, you know, and and my policy is if you're not happy, you know, I'll let you out of the contract yep, yep. and you can go your way. Well, he went private for sale after. Guess what? Sold the house. Sold the house. Yeah. Guess what? Who knows if the homeowner knows that wow. there's a, a structural issue? So there's that, you know, there, there's there, there's those issues. Yeah. Oh, like for instance, grow ops. Um, uh, um, one other case on a on a grow op situation. Um, an agent had this house listed. And it, it, this house was in Grimsby, mm-hmm. and uh, they knew it was 
a grow up before. Okay. So they were having a struggle struggle selling it. It was a fairly new house too. Not not it wasn't that old. So then um, anyway, uh, she couldn't sell it. So another agent from the same office listed it hmm. and uh, and sold it and knew it was a grow up and did not disclose. Wow. Okay. So now we have errors and emissions insurance, right? That's in in the event that if if something went wrong uh, because of a deal. Our insurance company will back us and and everything else if if we weren't at fault. Right, right. Well, his and errors and emissions will not cover him because they had proof that he knew it was a grow operation. So he's now. So he's really going out on a limb. Well, he went out on a limb, but now he's being sued. Oh wow! So uh, now he has to pay for his own lawyer. He's got. He's on his own. Yikes! He is on his own. Yeah. Now. So at the end of the day, you really think is it really worth it? it well, well I'm sure all. now for sure. <laughs> he, <laughs> not, not in his he, He's like he'll never make that mistake again. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, you you just um, you know you, you need to know like now the one thing about Hamilton that doesn't have is Niagara has. Um, I think on their police website, you can actually uh, find out if that was a grow operation. Really? Eh? Uh, London has it, and I think uh, Ottawa has it. Hmm. But Hamilton and Halton don't have it. Hmm. And so, I mean, so sometimes uh, if, if somebody's being investigated or anything in Niagara, you'll know. You'll say, hey, this, this house was targeted. It's, it was being looked at as yeah. a grow operation. Yeah. Um, and the issue with the grow op, uh, you know, for, for listeners who aren't, you know, 100% sure what it is, obviously people have been growing marijuana in this in this home. That's right. Um, and there's certain things that they do to the home to make sure the marijuana is growing, you know, fast and, and is, uh, you know, very productive. A, you know, the hydro is compromised. B, you're going to have probably a mold issue because there's so many plants and humidity in that home, which could lead to structural deficiencies in certain parts of the home. So that's why it's, you know, it's in that disclosures list. That, well, absolutely. Yeah. Um, like wh- I remember one time I, uh, in Hamilton, uh, I, wa- I brought a buyer, buyer through this house, and uh, they loved the house. I says, uh, "Don't touch it. This was this was a grow up." They go, "Rob, how can you tell?" I says, "It's got the signals. Uh, the hydro panel was a little bit compromised, mm. and um, just just things on there was there was clues on the house right. that told me that it was a grow up." So I said, um, I, I said, we, there's no website. So anyway, she knew someone from the police department, and she called her friend up and mm-hmm. said, "Hey, listen, I'm looking at buying this house. Was this house a grow operation?" Yeah. And he did a little bit of research, and he found, and he said, "Yes, it was." Wow. See that? Um, so that was good information, and it was good for me. At least I, I picked out on that. Mm-hmm. I'll give you a story. Uh, this happened probably, um, probably about twelve. To thirteen years ago, maybe more. <laughs> it's still stuck in your memory. Yeah, it's still stuck. In, well, I'll never forget. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. so I get called in to do a, an evaluation on a property. And this this one happened to be in Grimsby. Not to say that Grimsby has grow ops, but just to let you know, Vancouver's the capital of grow ops. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> and prices are skyrocketing. And, and prices are skyrocketing. <laughs> so, so I walk into this house and I'm doing this evaluation, and it was a four level back split. And I'm walking, th- I'm walking through the house, and I kind of got away ahead of the homeowner. And I'm and as I go down to the bottom level of the house, I uh, I I see this big black plastic curtain. So I pull it aside. And I go, oh my god! It was like walking into a big greenhouse. Really? I saw marijuana plants everywhere. Wow! I'm like, holy smoke! And this home was for sale? No, no. He oh, was called it? me to oh. find out what, what the value was. <laughs> So well, it just he, probably, he probably got scared, yeah. And I'm like, oh my god! And I was, and I was, I was fairly a newer agent at the time, 
And uh, so I just said, and he, I closed the curtain up, and he says, oh, you know, my son, you know, he's got, uh, you know, uh, health issues and everything. I go, wow, man, that's a lot of health issues. I mean, he can, right. you know, he could supply a lot of people <laughs> with whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, so anyway, I left. I gave him a number. And uh, three months later, he calls me. So I figured, uh, maybe he figured I didn't call the police. Hmm. Um, and so he called me back in, and it was all gone. Um, but um, when I put the house for sale, um, whoever was buying it, I made sure I disclosed that mm -hmm. this was a marijuana grow operation. And this is before it became popular that right. we started reading and, yeah, yeah, and yeah. hearing about it on uh, TV and radio and newspapers. But um, and, and so, so the homeowner bought it. He ended up selling it, I think, two years later for $2,000 more than he bought it. Hmm. He did have issues, mold mm -hmm. issues. Yeah. And, uh, and I told him, I says, I, I says, it's up to you, but I says, you're, this is not a house I would touch. And um, so the next buyer was a, um, he was a builder, renovator type guy. So okay. I think he had to gut the whole house. Wow. Yeah. Had to gut the whole house. Holy cow. Yeah. Never forget that. No, I don't yeah. blame you. Yeah. Um, another thing we wanted to touch on was ghosts. So, how many ghosts have you come across in your well, that's, home selling days? You know what? That uh, well, we know of Dundurn Castle went up for sale. Uh, we'd have to disclose uh, that there's uh, that's haunted. So. I, I was in Dundurn Castle a few months ago. Last summer, we did a family trip. It was a staycation. We thought we, we've never been in Dundurn Castle. It's a great place to go to if you're if you're wondering. And I got the sense, especially in the bowels of that huge mansion, that you know something else is here. And I'm not a very kind of cognizant guy of you know the other realm. But it was just, you know, the hair on the back yeah. of your neck. It's just like, something's going on here. Oh, for sure. So, for yeah, sure. that would for sure be a disclosure situation. Oh, oh, oh yeah. So, I mean, th there are uh, st studies. I mean, not studies. There are actual stories of uh, people having haunted houses. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, there's uh, the ones in Hamilton. Uh, I haven't, I couldn't find too many in Hamilton, but the, it's usually uh, like land landmarks, like buildings here in Hamilton yeah. that are considered uh, haunted. But there are stories of um, haunted houses, and it's it, it's it's an if it's a t it's a tough decision. So the way I would approach that is, um, I say, look, people. These people say it's haunted. I don't know if it is. Mm -hmm. if, it, it, it could be something that they see because we know very few people out there that say they live in a haunted house. Yeah. So we are going to kind of look at those people kind of funny. Right. And uh, so we may not believe it, right? They'll say, oh, it's just their imagination, mm -hmm. you know, so we're not going to believe it as much. That's a psychological thing, right? right. They could, it could be psychological to that For homeowner sure. For sure. that's currently living there or, or obviously if the whole street feels it's haunted, then you, you got know, a little more proof. You got more right. proof, yeah. Because yeah. if you get a group of people agreeing, <laughs> then, then you got proof on that. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, it's it's uh, it's case by case. I mean, uh, you don't know um, it, if if I was selling, I definitely would say, yeah, you know, the, you know, people are saying this house is haunted, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but it doesn't scare some people. Um, but you can. Uh, there was one lady that I think um, tried to sue. Um, a homeowner to say that they didn't disclose it was haunted, and but they lost. Interesting. They lost. Um, I have to read more about the case. Yeah. But um, I yeah. would figure it's really hard to prove. 
It is because right? it, it could be like, psychological. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, what, it, what, you know, what solid evidence do you have? Yeah, exactly. You, you don't because you're just saying, okay, you know, doors are slamming. Yeah. Uh, you know, lights like you are see, going on. You, you, know, off, you yeah. see, you know, uh, a lady walking around in a big white nightgown like you see on TV all <laughs> yeah, the time. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but, uh, but yeah, you don't know. You don't, you don't know, but you kind of approach everything. You kind of, you know what? If I'm representing somebody, if I know about it yeah. and I hear about it, I'm going to say this is what the story is on this house. You're going to go the full disclosure route. Exactly. Rob Golfie, sales representative with Remax Escarpment Realty, our guest today. It is the Hamilton Real Estate Show on AM 900 CHML. Check him out online, robgolfie.com. Call him at 905-575-7700. All over social media, at Rob Golfie on Twitter and Instagram. And check out the Rob Golfie Facebook page. When we come back, more on disclosures here on the Hamilton Real Estate Show on AM 900 CHML. HML. Back here on the Hamilton Real Estate Show on AM 900 CHML, Rick Samprin in studio with Rob Golfie, sales representative with Remax Escarpment Realty. Call him today at 905-575-7700. Again, that's 575-7700. RobGolfie.com is the website. On social media, check him out on Twitter and Instagram, at Rob Golfie. You can find him online as well with the Rob Golfie Facebook page. Today we're talking about disclosures. Would you buy a house where someone Someone was killed or committed suicide, if there was a ghost in the home, if that can be proven. If you have a question regarding that or anything, re-real estate, email questions at robgolfie.com. We'll get to those questions on next week's program. So here's a story. My wife and I have been living in our house for, uh, well, since 2004, so about 12 years now. And initially we thought, and maybe still in the back of our heads, we think it's a little bit haunted, a little bit haunted. So, uh, you know, there's been lights going on. Um, uh, my end table once, the door was swung open in the middle of the night. Uh, we have a, a, a front door and a storm door, and the only way to lock the storm door is through the inside. So when we got home one day, we couldn't get in because the storm door was locked. So what the heck's going on? So we actually had, I can't remember the name of the company, but we had people come in just to check out our home. And they basically summarize that there's an old, drunk Italian guy living in our basement. Uh, so we call him Angelo. <laughs> hey, probably my, my grandfather. <laughs> it could be. I don't know. But uh, basically, and it was kind of cool because they, they went through the whole house. They said, yeah, he basically lives in this area of, of the basement. He come, goes back and forth. We think he's going for his, you know, his booze stash. So it was very interesting. Whether it's true or not, I don't know. But no other incidents have happened you know, ever since. Um, and maybe it's because we acknowledge it. I'm not sure. But if I were to sell my home, put it up for sale today or tomorrow, would I have to disclose that to you? Just the thought, you know, the thinking that we have? That's a good question. Because, again, there's not any really hard evidence to back right, any of right. that. Right, and, and, and it, nothing's really happened in the last probably, what, five, five to yeah, seven five, years? Yeah, five to seven years. Yeah. yeah. It's a, it, 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 that's a good question. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know. That is... Uh, I. I don't know if that is uh, something uh, that needs to be disclosed because nothing's happened in the last five to seven years. Yeah. 
And it could be things that were coincidental. Like it could, it could all be. I mean, we like, were we were trying to explain, and and theoretically, you can probably explain every incident. You know, you know, the, the lighting could have been an electrical thing. The storm door, you know, somehow may have just locked itself. You know, the cats may have opened. Uh, you know, the mm-hmm. the end table door. Um, so everything can have an explanation. Right. Do you have a Do you have a dog? We have a dog and three cats. Are they staring anywhere in the corners of the house? <laughs> no, no, not that we notice. So usually, usually so our pets kind of know things before yeah. we do. Yeah. Um, I probably would not if, if nothing's happened yeah. in a while and something like that. And uh, like like because it's hard to prove mm-hmm. if it is. Now, I mean, now if you go back in the history of, of the home, yeah. And I would probably. Tried to research and find out what happened to this Angelo guy, right? Like, you know, yeah. he'd say, you know, yeah. like, you know, maybe if you put a bottle of liquor downstairs and see if it still <laughs> see be if there. it still empties, <laughs> yeah, see if it empties the next morning. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. And I'm uh, try that. I'm yeah, try maybe that. might re- come back to life again or something <laughs> like that. But yeah, no, it's just uh, the haunted house issue is is definitely uh, kind of like a. It's hard. It's it's a difficult one. Mm-hmm. Uh, the suicide. Yeah, if I know about it, I I should disclose it because. Uh, you know, people want to know that. They're, I mean, some people, it doesn't bother them, right? right? Yeah. Now, I live, right now, I live in a house that's about 120 years old. Wow. Chances are, Something somebody's happened. died in there. Yeah. And uh, so, but it doesn't bother me. But I, I think if I knew somebody was murdered in there. Mm-hmm. Um, I, different story? I, it, it would be a, I think it'd be a little bit of a different story. It, it just depends. Uh, I mean, I, I haven't been in that situation where I'm, I love a house that I, I'm looking at buying and all of a sudden, an issue comes up, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, if, 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 you know, like, you have a question mark on yourself now, now you're going to start talking to your friends. You know, should I buy it? Should I, you know, should I, you know, or let it go? And then you got half of them, eh, don't worry about it, you know, because the yeah. they're not living in there, because they don't right. care. They don't have to deal with and it. And then the other ones are saying, oh, man, no, I wouldn't touch it. <laughs> so, it, it, it is difficult, but, uh, but. I mean, a lot of people. It doesn't matter, and it does, and, and it's not an issue. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And but it, it's it's always it's always especially suicide murder. It's always good to know. Yeah. And Google the address, or you know what? I'll tell you. You know what the best resource is? Talk to the neighbors. Yeah, they are always. Lo- they love to be the one. Even they could be best friends with the that homeowner that's selling. But they will tell you everything because <laughs> they uh, and it's funny though it's it's funny how your your good neighbor friend will throw you under the bus when you got your totally. for sale sign up totally. you know they're like oh my god I thought this guy was my friend yeah. he's now he's and now he's leaving the neighborhood yeah so but um, but yeah the, you talk to the neighbors they know everything uh, you'd be amazed uh, the resource of information yeah. that the neighbors have on that house no doubt and about it. uh, it, it's it's that's another way to. Find out if there's any issues. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's. I'll give you another another example. This is bed bugs. Now, there's a bed bug directory out there that you can look into mm-hmm. to find out if the homes had bed bugs. And um, so I put a house up for sale. The guy, you know, we got it was it was pretty rough, and um, it was off Kenilworth Avenue down in uh, in the North End. And um, so we we sold it, and uh, all of a sudden, you know, as the new buyers are are doing their home inspection, so it's not a firm deal yet. It's mm-hmm. conditional. <laughs> they see the home inspector. The neighbor goes by. Hey, that house has bed bugs. I'm like, oh my god! Like you know, like so we didn't know. I didn't know. Yeah, the house did have bed bugs. It was rectified because his son was actually a, an exterminator. So uh, they did get back to me, and I called the homeowner. I said, "Did you guys have bed bugs?" And he says, uh, "We did, but it's not, not no longer right. an issue." Right. Okay. 
So I talked to the uh, the the other agent and uh, and told that. Um, there is no bed bug issue. They said, well, listen, we'll go forward with the deal, mm-hmm. but we want it resprayed again. So okay. see how one neighbor can cost you money? Yeah. See that? Big time. They can, like, what a blabbermouth. They, they can say anything. <laughs> they can say anything, and it's not true. And yeah. all of a sudden, now they just killed your deal. Right. Yeah. So the home is resprayed. The home's resprayed. People moved in. They're all happy. Nice. And, uh, no more bed bugs. Yeah, no bed bugs. But there is a bed bug directory out there. Yeah. I don't have that... Uh, uh, website. I wish I did have it here with me, but I, I don't have that. Uh, okay. But uh, we can refer to it uh, on a, on a on future the, show for sure. Absolutely. All right. One more segment. When we come back, we'll put a bow on uh, disclosures, our topic today. Find Rob Golfie online, robgolfie.com, 905-575-7700, on, uh, on social media, at Rob Golfie, on Twitter and Instagram, and check out the Rob Golfie page. The Hamilton Real Estate Show continues on AM 900 CHML. One last go-round here on the Hamilton Real Estate Show on AM 900 CHML. Rick Samprin in studio with Rob Golfie, sales representative with REMAX Escarpment Realty, 905-575-7700. Give them a call today. Find them online, robgolfie.com. If you have a question, we can answer it on a future show. Email your question to questions at robgolfie.com. All right, our topic today, our main topic today, disclosures. And um, I guess it's a case of you're not... Uh, informed about what has happened in the house 100% of the time. There's always some things that are going to slip through the cracks. That's right. That's right. There was a couple of... Uh, there was I, I brought two uh, homes that, uh, that uh, have sold over the years that uh, did have uh, murders in, in them. So mm-hmm. uh, one was on Cumberland Avenue, uh, which is becoming a great area to live in. Yeah. And um, since 19, and then, now this happened in 1962. Okay. Right? So this is a, a long ago. time ago. Yeah. So a lot of, you know, so, some people weren't even born in uh, that uh, could be realtors that uh, list this house. So since since 1985 to 2014, it sold three times. Okay. Nowhere on the uh, MLS listing for realtors to see, um, we have different information than uh, the public would see on realtor.ca. Mm-hmm. It, it's a it, nowhere in there. It said like, please contact listing agent uh, before submitting an offer. Right. So right. basically, you know, the, there's a reason why we have to call. Yeah. And so that one didn't say that. So it sold three times. So <laughs> uh, so obviously there was. I don't know if there was any issues. Yeah. But uh, maybe the home. Maybe maybe it's kind of nobody knows about it. So now everybody's going to Google their address if they live <laughs> on Cumberland. Oh, yeah. what happened? Yeah. What happened here? Everybody's going to Google their own address. <laughs> Another one on St. Matthew's Avenue. Okay. Uh. The, the this is more recent. Um, it, it just sold, and so it happened in 2013. There okay. was uh, a, a, a murder there, and actually, no, a decomposing body was okay. there for left for months, left for months. Right. So, uh, and I think it sold under power of sale. So now the banks they have schedules when they sell a house, mm-hmm. and it's like ten pages long. So yeah. they're they're covering themselves, but. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure who the realtor was, but uh, it sold in 2014. There was nowhere on the um, on the listing mm-hmm. that it said 
um, that uh, you know contact the listing agent for details. Wow. Now, now because it was a foreclosure and the banks they've got ten pages to cover themselves. So if you bought a power of sale and it, there was uh, an issue with suicide, murder, or any mm-hmm. issue on on the property, right. they've covered themselves. You so they're really walking away. The, the, well, a okay, right? Well, yeah, you have to close. They'll yeah. sue you. Yeah, they don't care because they've their schedule the way they make it that you can't walk like you you can buy a house uh, from a foreclosure if there's a problem closing date. Sorry, you signed that you're okay no matter what condition yeah. the house is in when yeah. you buy it. Wow. So they're pretty well covered, but uh, again, it's always good to uh, Google the address. Mm-hmm. Um, and find out, um, you know, I actually Googled my own address to find out, to make sure, yeah, to make sure, (laughs) like my house is 116 years old, I want to make sure, I go, well, wait a minute, what's going on here? So you didn't find anything out of the ordinary? You know, I got a clean slate there, so I'm good, (laughs) I'm good. That's pretty remarkable given, you know, the age of the home, right? Yeah, absolutely, yeah, and then I, you know, I... I try to do some research on it. Uh, I, you know, uh, looking for you know all the different owners over the years, how mm. it, how it started. But, but yeah, uh, d- you know, for 116 years old house, that's pretty good. I mean, uh, you know, there's I'm, there's a lot of history there for yeah. sure, absolutely. And at the end of the day, with this whole discussion about disclosures, you're just trying to do um, your due diligence, and you're trying to get the not only the best deal from you know your client, but you want to make sure that they're going to be in that home and they're going to be comfortable, and there's not going to be any other issues. Absolutely. So, if, so if you're a buyer and uh, we're representing you as a buyer, um, we will we will look and uh, make make sure that uh, you're not buying a house in a bad neighborhood. Yeah. You know. Um, and uh, and if you're a seller, you know what? We want to make sure that that deal closes for you, so you don't have no issues. So when you buy that, if you're selling a house and then you're buying another house, we want to make sure that uh, it's a smooth cl- uh, transaction. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Great show today. Thanks again uh, for coming in. We'll see you next Saturday morning. Thank you, and uh, everybody, thank you for listening. All right, this has been the Hamilton Real Estate Show on AM 900 CHML. We're back next Saturday at 9 o'clock. Have a good morning.